Karen Garhi, and you're listening to Theron and Friends. Welcome to episode seven. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for enjoying. I remember to put up my question box this week on Instagram and to get some feedback to see how you've been finding it, what your favorite bits have been, maybe what your not so favorite bits have been. Generally, really positive feedback. And thank you so much for that. The main complaint, the main complaint is that some of you think the episodes are too short, but I will say the positive vibes outweigh those vibes because a lot of people are happy that they're kind of bite-sized and that's what we've gone for it's a kind of a summary feel whether you want to catch it on your walk to work in the morning or by the pool quickly while the kids are occupied there's lots of different scenarios in which people have been listening to it and been enjoying the fact that the episodes are in or around 30 minutes sometimes less sometimes a little bit more but your feedback is noted and also what's noted is the love for the laughs of your life and a lot of people have asked if the laughs of your life is done and dusted is it dead in the water is it a thing of the past absolutely not the laughs of your life is my first baby and it's going to be back with a bang in a couple of weeks time actually I can now reveal this is an exclusive (laughs) that's a whoop from Shane this is an exclusive Uh, the laughs of your life will of course be back and we're in pre-production for that and we're brainstorming ideas for different guests if you've never listened to the laughs of your life podcast do go over and have a listen have a little look at some of the guests we've had on maybe there's someone there that'll tickle your fancy maybe there's a name that you've never heard before and a lot of people have done that with the laughs of your life where they've listened to someone they hadn't a clue who they were and it ended up being their their favourite episode so yes there you go that's that question answered we are in pre-production for the laughs of your life podcast coming back for the autumn winter months so stay tuned coming up on today's episode Pam fills us in on her golfing plans go in get the divorcee 65 plus yeah so you just have to do maybe 10 years of service and then (laughs) and then you have the lifetime membership and the bowel brilliant Claire Garrahy, my mom, makes her Theron and Friends debut, revealing some of her hostess with the most as secrets. So you dunk them again in port or sherry. <laughs> Everything is dunked into port. Yeah. This season of Theron and Friends is brought to you by FNF Fashion at Tesco, your one-stop shop this summer season to dress the whole family. July, your hard bet, the smell of freshly cooked grass, the blue skies, holidays at home or abroad. But where's the time going? The summer is flying by. Here's one that'd be great for anyone with school kids and likes to get themselves organised early. There's 25% off school uniforms right this minute all the way to Tuesday the 8th of August. This offer applies to school footwear, socks, tights and underwear subject to availability. Bags and accessories are excluded. To qualify, all you need to do is present your club card or app at the till at the time of purchase. As with all FNF clothing, the school wear is designed and made to last and the great thing is that you also get a one-year guarantee. FNF Fashion at Tesco. All right, let's get into it. Here's Pam. Pam, you can't just rock in here in this sexy little bodysuit and say nothing. I feel a little bit like I'm in a baby grow. No. Baby pajamas. But I did get my skims. Go on. Now, I ordered them and it took them, I'd say, a month to come. Oh, okay. Not great. No. And then I got back from my holidays and they were there in my desk. And I'm like, I'm going to be so hot. Your desk in work? Yeah. Okay. So I took them out of the box. Yes. An inch long. It was actually, <laughs> it was like, oh, this is a baby grow for a zero to three month old baby. And I was like, right. There's a lot of me to get into this. We got a lot of lumps and bumps, but that's what they're for. That's So the, I was going the to there and then go to the bathroom and try them on just for the lols. Yeah. But I only had two hours and <laughs> my show was going to go live. So I thought... You don't need to be stuck in a pair of skins before you go on air. Okay. So I got them. 
Um, I don't know. You can probably see my spleen coming out of my nose because my internal organs are all over the shop. Are you wearing them now? Yeah, I'm wearing them. There's, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> and borderline medical emergency. But it's worth it. Tell me. Okay, so you put them on. Wait, I need to know what they are. There's so many. There are so many shapes and sizes and varieties and of colors, them. And I don't know. And colors. So I've got like the swimming tog ones. Right. Wait, but what's the arse? Is it a thong arse? Oh God, no. What is it? Shorts? Like granny knickers. knickers. Granny knickers. Okay, yeah. not great. With the little clasps <laughs> under the fanny. So you have, they to, are... you, have to, you have to pretzel yourself to close them every time you go for a wee. You have to do a bit of a fold. Yeah, and you... it's not great. <laughs> and everyone's like, why is it taking you so long in the bathroom? I'm like, it's my skins, guys. Okay. So double over. And then there's the three little the buttons. Yeah, again, baby grow. Yeah. And then you shimmy them up your body. Yeah. And then you get to the boobs. And... And it's not a bra. Well, you can wear it without a bra. It is quite uh, sheer. There's no built-in bra. Mm, yeah, oh. there's like a little bit of support underneath it. Okay. But it's quite sheer, so it's nipple central. So you need, to, you need to, I choose to wear a bra. This is only my second time wearing them. Okay. Um, The last time I wore them, we had an inexperience. Go on. When we got home. There was, there was just like a lot of release of pressure. Once they came off. Were you with anybody? No, God. <laughs> All right, I thought that's what you were going to say. No, I just, <laughs> I had to have a lie down. Because okay. such was the immense constriction on my internal organs. But Are they worth it? I think so. Just to yes. feel, what, just like it's everything's smooth. Everything's a little smoother. Now, I have tried Spanx before. Yeah. And I prefer these. They're okay. less, you know, the Chinese finger traps you can get. <laughs> it's less like a body version of a Chinese <laughs> finger trap. Um that you can't breathe in and you're sweating in but it might take half an inch off your waist <laughs> but I do prefer skims I'm a big fan I think I'm going to try some more products you're converted yeah so you need to get the dress now because you I, we've said this before you'll look phenomenal in the dress I never liked Spanx back in the day I okay. never like in school and stuff in college whatever for Debs never wore them because I think they sort they suit a certain body shape and mm. type because the excess fat has to go somewhere Okay, go on. And the the areas it would spill out for me right. were never the right places. Okay. So it'd be like up, up, Under up, your bra. Yeah, and mm. it's like in the, and, or your pit. Yeah, yeah, You'd have yeah. protruding pit. No, I do have a little bit of that, but that's why I'm sitting like with my arms <laughs> pressed in against my side. But then I, I did get a pair for Dancing with the Stars and I, but I only wore them once. Oh. I had this little yellow would and black you, dress. Loose fitting bits. Yeah, because I don't really wear fitted why stuff. Can't be, be dealing. And like, you'd be sweating under the lights. And it takes like, so I'm wearing a long full length jumpsuit today plus banks. Yes, yeah, a lot. And I might have 30 seconds to wee during songs. Yeah, I so know. I have not drunk water. Do you wee during songs? Oh, I'd say I wee four times during the show. Do you? I just get it in my head that I'm going to get to a junction where I don't have like, I have like 10 minutes where I can't leave the studio. From six in the morning till 9am, so, I don't wee. No, freakish. I no, know. I I've... get it in my head that I'm like, Okay, this song is three minutes and 48 seconds. I can get in and out. Let's and go. I drink like half a litre of water and two coffees, but I still don't. Do you need to wee? Like a little bit, okay, but, but I'm not bursting. It's better at your job because you're all excited. <laughs> like, ooh. Carl uh, no. wees like 10 times during the show. It's like boys, four seconds to wee. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, a big, big show of wee Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the skim. So you will buy other bits. Definitely. I think I'm going to try the bicycle ones next. Nice. Because these are kind of... Um, Cutting off my hips a little bit. Okay. Will you wear them golfing? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now that you're a golfing pro, tell us about this. Four. <laughs> um, I have recently... You little birdie. Mm, 
Call me Lana McGuire. Um, so I've started playing golf. I did play a bit as a kid. Okay. And then I had to choose between golf and performing arts and obviously we know what I chose. Um, so my dad's big into golf. My sister plays golf. And it's kind of cool and sexy now. Golf, golf is sexy. Okay. Everybody on my Instagram is playing golf. Really? How many times can I say golf? Golf. Any lads? So that was the idea. Go in, get the divorcee 65 plus. Yeah. So you just have to do maybe 10 years of service. And then, (laughs) and then you have the lifetime membership. You're set up in the golf club. You have the nice house. The car. Um, But that hasn't quite happened just yet. Okay. But that is the plan. But... That's the plan, baby. Um, I'm not particularly good. <laughs> I actually thought I was getting good. Mm-hmm. And then I played golf um, in Castle Troy in Limerick with some Today FM listeners. They very kindly invited me out. And I was like... Cute! Yeah, I was like, they're going to be like, wow, is there anything she can't do? Golf. I was so <laughs> bad. I actually had to be like, I am better than I'm playing today. I think I'm just nervous. Yeah. And eager nervous. to impress. But like, nervous. But... It's a lot harder than it looks. Like you think you're just hitting the ball with a stick. And like I played hockey for years. Yeah, same. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, same thing. Not the same thing at all. There is a million and one things you have to remember. You have the grip of the club. You have your stance. You have move your shoulders around, not your waist. There's three different lengths you want to bring your club swing back. What club do you use? How far do you want the ball to go? How high do you want to go? What's the wind like? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not bright enough for any of this. And there's there are a lot of rules. And my mom's really competitive. She lo- loves golf and she's a stickler for rules. Yeah, but there has, there has to, I mean, rules are important, but there is a lot of golf rules. Yeah, yeah. That I can't keep up with. Um, and I, I get the impression that my mom is probably really annoying to play with. Because mm. she'll come home and be like, so I came second in the competition today, but I saw blah, 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 <laughs> drop her ball. At a, it's like, okay, mom, like, come on. Get over it. It's, it's a crack. <laughs> It's not the LPGA here. You're yeah, fine. she feels like you're I think competing she... for a coffee table. You'd be fine. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, literally, or like a lamp. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, would you? Do you use a buggy or do you walk around? Um, no, because I would definitely crash the buggy. They're actually quite difficult to drive. Okay. Um, no, I say I walk around. I've played twice. I'm very much a safety <laughs> of the driving range, and my golf lessons kind okay. of girl. But I really need to up the ante because I'm playing in the pro am at the end of August in Dromoland. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Which was all fun and games in like March when yeah. Golf, Ar- Golf Ireland came to me and they're like, hey, yeah. do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, August is ages away. And now I'm like, oh, it's six weeks. I never knew cool. until recently that pro-am means professional and amateur. <laughs> Just thought it was a really weird name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't <Okay>. know. <laughs> anyway, cut that out. Okay, wait, we need to come back. So the divorcee men, let's forget about them for a second. Uh, how are the opposite? The apps, do you know what? I think I triggered myself in the, in the last time we spoke. Oh God. Sorry, did you get any DMs off the back of it? Not really, no. Mm, you got one. Did I? Mm, there's one I know of. What one did I show you? Well, there was one that told me they were going to message you and I said, do it. Oh yes, remember that. She's international. Um, <laughs> me? But, no, me. I'm oh, going you? international. Um, <laughs> no, didn't, no action off the apps. I think I'm officially done. I was I was listening back to our episode and I was like, I actually didn't take in how bad it all was. So I've just removed myself from it. I said, you know what? Take myself out of the running, lads. You'll have to find me on the golf course. Pam, you don't need it. I would like to get on Raya, Raya, whatever it's called. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't let me in when I tried. I, yeah, I think we've been through this. Yeah, but you, you 
did it for like two seconds. No, I no, I it was a few months, Pam. Let's I give am. me credit here. Uh, there was one story that I wanted to tell you that I okay. actually thought about it during the week, but it was ba- it was triggered by our talk the last time. Okay. And it was my last. It was one of my experiences. Okay, not on the apps, but on Snapchat. Okay. Oh. That I've never told. I don't think I've ever told this story. So I was on Snapchat and things were kind of taken off Snapchat wise. I had like, you know, yeah. it was growing. And my sisters and my mom and I were doing the mini marathon. Mm-hmm. And we were standing like at the starting line or whatever. And a guy went by on his bike. Good looking guy. Okay. And like very brazen and forthcoming and said, Darren, how's it going? Follow you on Snapchat. I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? He stopped the bike and he was like, what's your number? No- I'd love to get your number. Right? So my sisters then obviously tripping over themselves were like, it's always seven, <laughs> like screaming, <laughs> like roaring it. My mom was like, I'll write it down yeah. for you. Oh. Like they were all like desperate. Anyway, gave him my number. Lo and behold, he didn't text me, but he did write me on Snapchat. He's like, I was the guy on the bike earlier today. But why did, anyway. I don't know. We got, to, we got there. We'll get there. Okay. So anyway, spoke over and back on Snapchat and that was all fine. And then he was like, do you want to go for a drink this week? And I was like, living, laughing, loving. Yeah. yeah let's do it. Let's see if I can squeeze you in. I'm so <laughs> I worked late because I was on evening radio at the time. Yes. So go, let's go for a drink after that. That was all fine. Grant. Then the day of the day comes along and I'm like pottering around doing my thing. And I get a message on Snapchat from a girl saying... I wouldn't go on that day tonight if I were you. Dot, dot, dot. So I was like... EastEnders. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Full-blown EastEnders music. And I just sent... I think I sent like a laughy emoji. Sorry, love that. Yeah, it was so... High drama. Creepy. So I just... I think I sent back like a laughy emoji or said like, you know, why? I think I I just asked why. Yes, who are you? Yeah, who are you? And she was like... Like he is not available to go on a date with you tonight. Right. And it was all very vague. So remember on Snapchat, you couldn't screenshot or else the person would know. Yep. So I didn't want to just be weird okay. about it. So I just wrote to him on WhatsApp then because he had, he had taken things to WhatsApp. And I was like, I'm after getting a message. I told him exactly what happened. Do you have anything to say? Just ask him straight out. He came straight back, said, do not listen to that girl. I'm a- no, but sorry. He said it in a real, actually calm, kind of gentlemanly way. It was like, cool. I'm asking you to not listen to that girl. And okay. I really would love if you would go ahead with these drinks tonight. Okay. It was very like calm and kind of gentlemanlike, gentlemanly, mm-hmm. whatever the fucking word is. Whatever. And <laughs> that was all fine. So then I was kind of caught, Pam, with this thing of like, do I trust woman to woman yes. vibes? Okay. Or, or do does this guy, <laughs> or do I trust, or do I trust the strange man who shouted at me and my family on a bike? <laughs> so I trusted the strange, man. of course, naturally. The heart wants what it wants. You know what I mean? I was like, do I give him the benefit of the doubt? But he had no red flags up to this point. No red flags. Okay. Totally normal chat. It was all fine. And she hadn't given me this solid reason, so I was kind of like, this is a bit daft. Okay. Just felt like he deserved the benefit of the doubt, okay. right? You can't just trust. I had actually met this guy. I've been talking to him. This is a random person, faceless person on Snapchat. Okay. I don't know what the story is. I was going to be meeting him in a public place. I had nothing to hide. The main thing was, this is the start I of had a, nothing of a to murder hide. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had no, nothing to be ashamed of. Okay. So everyone's entitled to go about their dating life in whatever the way they want. I don't know what his history is. And everyone has history. So that was my basis for going. Okay. My sister's like, go. So went on the date, went for the few drinks. Okay. Look, handsome guy, lovely guy, 
got on re- great smash. chatted what smash sorry no okay we didn't smash okay. didn't even kiss it's all oh. fine just like normal date whatever so we're having drinks normal date i obviously ask him in person then about this message okay turns out it's a colleague oh. right someone that he works with and was warning me off him he okay. was like it's this it's this girl in the place i work like but he was obviously bragging about going on a date with you at work he obviously mentioned it in work so i love that it's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason you told the story this guy was bragging about going on a date with me and that is the reason for telling yeah. the story um so anyway he obviously had mentioned it and she sent this and anyway in person he's like Ignore. Okay. She shouldn't have Fine. done that. It's none of her business. I shouldn't have probably said it out loud, but it's like, blah, blah, blah. Leave the date. He texts about an hour later. I've gone on the date. And it's like, going on a date midweek is a fucking effort. Ballsy. You have to do the hair and makeup. Yeah. Everything has to be timed. If you're going for drinks, you have to make sure you don't drive to work. Because yeah. I was I'm working. Stress yeah. of getting home. Taxi. Like all yeah, that shit, effort. right? So anyway, text an hour later. Really lovely to meet you and to have drinks. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. In hindsight, oh. it probably wasn't a good idea to go on a date with you because things haven't really wrapped up between me and my colleague. No. No, no. He was go they were fully they were seeing they were each other. Thing. They were a situation ship. I reckon. I'd say they were on and off. I'd say they was flirting and work. I'd say at times they got together. I don't know. This is my, this is me. So I wonder, did he say it to her or did he say it to someone else and it got back to her that you were going on Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. These men, these men, and I tell you exactly why he wrote you on Snapchat. I don't know what it is about men these days. They, they, want they are trace. allergic to WhatsApp. They They're allergic. Any, they don't want any trace of it. They don't want trace. They're like, Pam. oh yeah, no, I'll talk to you on Instagram. No, you won't. You absolutely will not. Yeah. I, I have very low standards, but WhatsApp, at the very <laughs> least, I'm sorry, it's not a huge ask to not be written to on social media with disappearing messages, is it? No. Disappearing messages? Well, like it's in Snapchat and that, yes, or like you yeah, can yeah. delete stuff off. Yeah. And like WhatsApp just feels a bit more grown up, I feel. It's just like, we, why, if you've nothing to hide, why would you avoid it? They always have something to hide. That's the problem. Do you honestly think Ex- they do? Exhibit A. Can you believe that? But Why he, would he but go? He came around to the conclusion very quickly. So obviously, you're a terrible date. <laughs> <laughs> but like the absolute. What neck. did you say back? I didn't reply. Bad bitch. Never replied. Bad bitch. Don't ever talk to me again. No. The state of you. Sorry, but also, can we just look at it like respectfully? How can you expect a date with a man who? Pulled up to you on a bike to go. I thought it was cool. Do you know? I thought it was cool. Just think it was cool and like modern love. He was in Kind uniform. of New York City vibes. He was oh, in uniform. uniform. Can you tell me your eyes what uniform was? Oh! <laughs> okay then. Yeah. Right. Oh well. That was a really good one. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that with me. So I feel welcome. I feel less bad about my own dating plight. <laughs> now from one empowered female guest... To the next. Claire Garrahy makes her Dearin and Friends debut today. So whenever I'm over at my mom's house and I share dishes on my Instagram that she has cooked, it could be hake bake. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to spoil some of the bits she's going to talk about. But basically, 
Whenever I share them, be it sweet stuff, savoury stuff, or even just the setting that my mom has, a lot of people are intrigued and want to know a little bit more. So I decided to ask Claire, the hostess with the mostess, first of all, what's the best approach to cooking for friends and family at this time of year? Which is the obvious one is the barbecue there in the summer. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, right. That's the obvious one. Okay, and what would you do? Well, you see, for me, the bulk of it now would be the preparation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you know yourself, you know, I like my things. I like my cushions. Yeah. I like my table mats. I like everything coordinating. Yes. The back. Yeah. I have my little lanterns, you know, the little lanterns. Well, you have about 75,000 of them. So, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Are they the little green ones yeah. that keep keep the ants away or the flies away? Yeah, all those. Gorgeous. The, 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 the little yellow candles that keeps the lads away. Yeah. So for me, presentation is like 95% of the way. Yeah. Well, maybe not that much, but anyway. But yeah, so I would do, and this is what drives me mad, actually. Oh, when you come over for a barbecue and I have spent the whole day getting everything ready, everything matching, cushions out, as I said, all the little bits and pieces, the salad bowls that I picked up in various parts of the world that I've tried. Oh, wow. Because they're all, I always like to do that because then when you have people over, it's a talking point. Beautiful. I wish I got those in Portugal. <laughs> I got those. Myself and Eugene were in Prague and we got that dip dish thing. You know, the one with the, the whirly bit that goes round. Yes, you gorgeous. You know ceramic one? Yeah. yeah. And the little nets that you have to cover the salad oh, bowls. Oh, they're a game changer there. And, 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 and the baskets with the little net that flips over. Stunning. It's like an actual buffet basket where you see the little net that goes over the bread. It's the yeah. real McCoy. Absolutely gorgeous. So that, it's, it's getting all of that ready that's the important part for me. Now, so we'll do the usual starters. You know what I mean? We'll do the, the spare ribs and whatever. And well, we'll that, don't, don't brush past that. So spare ribs. Yeah, so we'll put the bit of honey, get them in the butchers, put the bit of honey and the bit of sugar over them, get them nice and crisp and all the rest of it. Now, I, I'm a great believer in kind of, prepa- you know, doing as much preparation as possible beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we'll have the salads and we might have the mozzarella and tomato and the bit of basil and the whole oil and all the rest of it, that bit. Very Mediterranean. But what absolutely drives me mad is bearing in mind of what I've just described in terms of getting the whole thing prepped and looking lovely and getting the basics, the baked potatoes and all the rest of it. The bold huge then will arrive out with the steaks and put them on the barbecue and he'll twist them and he'll turn them and he'll pre- present them and they'll be gorgeous. And what happens when we're finished the barbecue when everybody's leaving? I'm talking about my own family now. Yeah, Eugene gets all the price. Dad, thank you so much. <laughs> that was just lovely. And I'm kind of going, there, what's on here? From six o'clock, whatever time, five o'clock, getting all this ready. And everyone thinks Eugene's the best job. We ever. don't, Claire. You know, see, the thing is, we take it for granted that you know, we know, you yeah. are the queen of the house. Yeah. So we, we feel like we have to give Dad that little bit of a pat on the back because we're like, Claire knows that we know. Yeah, but he doesn't clean up the barbecue the day day after either. I always get that job as well. (laughs) (laughs) So steaks and baked potatoes and and that kind of thing. Yeah, chicken fillets, the whole lot. But some of the, actually some of the more wintry dishes that I would share on Instagram, because often it would be a Sunday. Lunch type thing. Yeah. Yeah. That we'd go over to you for a nice little lunch or dinner. Yeah. Well, I have a few things that I I keep going back to because they're just, they they work. What are your go-to crowd pleasers? Well, it depends on the crowd. Okay, so if it's just family. So if it's just family, well, sure, look, you know, it's well documented, Eugene's love of Irish beef, I think. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. So the cut that I would always go for, and this now is not an expensive cut, but it's a, it's a, it's a great piece of meat. It's it's the eye of the round. Right. Now, the secret to the eye of the round is you don't put it into the the roasting dish and cover it with tinfoil. You put the tinfoil under it and you parcel it up around it. The, the eye of the round is a bit 
can be a bit dry. Right. A bit tough. So that keeps the juices in. That keeps... Excellent, there. Keeps <laughs> the juices in. You put a bit of water in, put the, you know, black pepper, a bit of salt on top, and the tiny, there's not much fat in it either, a tiny little fatty bit. And parcel it up around it and cook it slowly. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah. And then you, you can slice it in thick slices. You know what I mean? Yeah, lovely. I'm not into those roasts that has the sticks and the ropes and the whole lot. And when you start carving it, they all fall apart. Yeah. The eye of the round is... Handy. It's brilliant. Or tasty, yeah. And I know you love the vegetable bake as well that I do. Ah, oh, I dream about that vegetable bake. Do you? Carrots, celery. What else? Well, in the recipe, carrots, celery, parsnips, suede which is a fancy name for the common turnip. Right. So, uh, onion. So root veg. Yeah. All chopped up. Well, you see, I used to chop them up kind of a bit agriculturally, but then Alva got me this wonderful apparatus that cuts them into nice cubes. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So it's all about the presentation, as I said. So you sorted the onion <laughs> and then you put the cubes of parsnip, suede, stroke, turnip, yeah. carrot, celery, and you just... Put those in the in the in the pot, in the Le Creuset pot. So you sorted the onion, put them in and put in but depending on the quantity, two tins of chopped tomato. Yes. And you and now you don't boil the living daylights out of them. You just kinda of let them go slightly, you know, crisp. Lovely. What is it? What's the expression? Salty. On dente. Oh, no. on, on dente. Oh um, What's that word? You can bite it. Al dente. Al dente. Yeah. Al dente. Al dente. That's it. Yeah. So you could prepare that like way in advance and just leave it in the pot, right? Yes. And then you put it into the the, the, the dish then, the oven. A nice dish, kind of nice long dish. dish oh, oven yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. presentation, very important. Um, so put it in and then on top then you just sprinkle breadcrumbs and a couple of knobs of butter. Oh. It's delicious. Absolutely, Absolutely delicious. Of course you season accordingly as well as yes. any good cook will tell you. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's with the, with the beef. The and then with you, the beef and the gravy there. Just and the potatoes. juices of the meat. But yeah. you do potato gratin every now and then as well. I do, yeah. Because you love it, but some, yeah, it's just, that's. It's a lot of work though. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Now the chicken and broccoli bake is your absolute, is my favourite of yours. Keeping the broccoli a bit crunchy, the Campbell soup in on top. Yeah, but you're not supposed to say about the Campbell soup there and you're supposed Doesn't to say my own sauce. Don't care. Don't, Don't care. care. The Campbell soup makes it. It does. Is it a chicken one you use or a mushroom one? One of each. Well, wow. Well, We've looked into chance there and put in one of each. Yes. And um, and of course the crispy topping then. I will go to the grave believing that my broccoli, chicken and broccoli bake got a husband for Avi and possibly one for Alva as well. <laughs> wow. Go on, tell us. Sure, the lads loved it. But sure, John Brock, he's, I'm convinced he kept coming back to the house because he loved he the loved chicken it. and broccoli bake. So you scoop the mash with an actual ice cream scooper as well with a little bit of parsley on top, which no, is it's very... No, that's a potato scooper. Oh, sorry. Just goes to show how much you know about the, the, the domestic <laughs> scene. I do mean, you... it looks like a... Um, yeah, but it's, again, there. I do like to scoop it. I, I wouldn't be horsing it in now with a big spoon, you know? Yeah. Do it nicely with the, with the scoop. And a little suggestion of dried parsley on top makes all the difference. Talk to us about your either apricot bomb... Or your cookies, uh, your cookies and cream dessert, because either of those are my absolute. So you couldn't not talk about both of them there. They're absolutely divine. Yeah, they're... go on. Tell us about the apricot bomb. But again, they're so good. rapid fattening now, both of them. Rapid fattening, both of them. That's grand. So the bomb, I, I know the bomb is a particular favourite of yours. Yeah, it? divine. You don't make it enough, actually. Yeah, because I never have room in the freezer for it. Anyway, so it's the two boxes of Walter meringues. You know the meringues? Yes. Yeah. So two boxes of those. 
pint of cream. So you put the meringues into a plastic bag. And bash them. them. Smash them with the rolling pin. Yeah. Whip the cream, fold in the meringues <sighs> and then three tablespoons of port. And then, you see, don't bash them to complete dust. So you'll have a little bit of... Crispy crunchiness. Crispy crunchiness. Yeah. Chewy, the chewy yeah. bits of meringue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yum. Yeah. So then just put that into a nice mould. And this brings me back to when I'm away on holidays and you slag me all the time. I like to bring back different things. Yeah. And I have brought back some very different moulds. Right. From various places. And when you produce them, as I said, then it's, it's a talking point. So. And it's sort of a donut shape. Well, I have donut shapes. I have other shapes as well. But yeah, the donut shape is obviously the one you remember. But then where the apricot comes in, you see, it's the, what makes it delicious is the the, the, the contrast between the, the bitter and the sweet. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. So we get the tins of apricots then and we um, liquidize them. Mm. And that's the sauce. Yeah, delicious. But you put the kick into the sauce as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know, the port's going in there as well. Port, exactly. Well, well, yeah. No yeah. wonder it's such a hit it's at good. dinner parties. Yeah. Fantastic. And then the other one, I think that was, actually I got that one from Eugene, the, the chocolate chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> Say it for me. Chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie one, yeah. So they're literally like a euro a packet. Or yeah, those are like American style ones that are yeah. one euro. One euro a yeah. packet. Right. So you dunk them again in port or sherry. <laughs> Everything is dunked into port. Yeah. Now yeah. Don't, don't mush them. You know, make the, you have to dunk them in such a way, dunk them in such a way that they're not too moist that they won't stand up for you. Yes. So you stand them up, uh, but you 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 attach them together with a little bit of cream. And then you have so you've got three in a line. In a line. Yeah. So you've got maybe three layers of them, depending on how many people you're having over. And then you cover the whole lot with whipped cream, and then you smash the flake. Yeah. Or the twirl. And sprinkle, and sprinkle over. it all over. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Claire, thank you so much. When can we expect your cookery book at some point? Never. <laughs> Never? You won't reveal any more secrets? No. You see, you think I'm a good cook because you're so... You're, we're from where you guys are starting. You're so useless. <laughs> you're so useless. That's the only reason you think I'm a good cook. I am not a good cook. I have a few basics. I do them regularly. They're well rehearsed and they work. I'm not a good cook. There will be no book. Thank you, Claire. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Theron and Friends with me, Theron Garrahy, and the company of my friends and family, Pamela Joyce and Claire Garrahy. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please help us to let people know about the podcast by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is produced by Chemistry Media and Collaborative Studios. And this season of Theron and Friends is brought to you by FNF Fashion at Tesco.